Hello, 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 and welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Jacob L. Canner, and today we're going to be talking about things that I have no clue about. Sneaky diddle title. So, welcome. This is the very first episode, and therefore an introduction for the rest of the podcast, so I'll hope you enjoy, I will hope you, I, you will enjoy, (laughs) okay, so you see, I was, you know, one day, I was sitting down, you know, and I was just thinking about birds, for some reason, I don't even know why, but I was just thinking about birds, And for some reason, you know, when you're thinking about birds, you think about, you know, wings, you know, how they fly. And and then I just got a craving for wings. I was like, man, I wonder what kind of sauce goose legs would taste good with. And honestly, I have no clue. You know, goose legs, it's a mixed bag. You know, you could get, um... You can get all kinds of stuff. You can get garlic. You can get pepper. You can get paprika. You could get some kind of death sauce from the local wing place. But I feel like garlic would probably be the best with duck duck legs. I never had duck legs, but you know. They're probably they're probably very floaty. So while we're on the topic of food. You know, my favorite food, probably up there with tacos, Captain D's, fish sticks. Now, I can talk about those for quite a while. The way they make the fish sticks are really good. So, imagine you have a piece of chicken, right? And take out the chicken. Now, leave the breading. Leave the breading. But take out the chicken. Then slip in a nice, very, very tasty white fish. Right? And then kind of change up the breading, add a bit more seasoning, and you got Cantonese fish sticks. Oh wow, those those things are absolutely amazing. Very good, very good. And this week, you know, I live right up the road from the local church, which is Liberty Baptist. And this week we've been doing a VBS. That's been really fun so far. We started it Sunday. And we'll continue it through this Friday, I believe. And currently, I'm the music person. And talk about wearing you out. I never thought to to be in their footsteps, you know? And it's surprising. You know, I never really thought it'd be so tiring to get up and do the motions and sing some songs, but oh boy, I was wrong. So, I just want you to imagine, right? You're sitting down in your house, and you're having a fantastic old time. Then out of the blue, out of the blue, out of the corner of your eye, you spot a man walking down the road who has a cart filled with chicken wings, 
and ice cream. What would you think if this just random dude who's on your street, even if your street has nothing to do with any event whatsoever, which is where most likely this would be, why? Like, I would go out there and I'd be like, hey, man, uh, how much for the for the whole cart? And he'd be like, um, well, you see, I got all my stock here and I'm kind of making my way down the road. I already have my wallet out, and I'm counting bills, like, talk about maybe 100, 150, 50, you know, and he ought to say, hey, man, I know you like our wings, but you have a problem, every single time I see you at the wings place, man, you be, you are digging in, I mean, I have to tell the chefs back when you walk in to be ready because you sure are a handful. At least that's what I think they would say because, as you probably guessed, I love my food. So, you know, food is pretty tasty. It's uh, fantastic, you know? Us average humans cannot live without it, you know? Very necessary for the whole, you know, eating, surviving part of being an an actual person, human being. So now we're going to move into another territory. What games did I have when I was growing up? That's a very important question. I've had quite a lot, you know. I've had Skylanders, I've had online video games, Bionicles, Legos, you know, stuff animals, the good old classic. But most of all, what we need to take out of all of this, and we're going to circle back right around, is you always want to make good food for your kids, because that is a big impression on them. If they're like, man. My dad can make the best meatloaf around. And, you know, that's a that's a good thing to be proud of. Making good meatloaf. Okay, but... I also have an obsession. Well, not an obsession. But I definitely have a popular gig with... Um, ventriloquism dolls. Puppets. Puppets, not dolls. Dolls are for uh, the female human being person things. I have a chef. He talks like your run-of-the-mill stereotypical chef. And then I have a dragon who talks like a Scottish Viking. He wants a bottle of him to go. So, yeah. I think probably one of the best things you can, you can do for your kids is to create a form of entertainment that is reliable. And that is 
producing as in it gives you entertainment but it's also not negative negatively affecting them because you need that connection that they need to have with your their entertainment they don't need it to be categorized and to be separated in different times they need they like when you go out and work right and like you know you go to the quick mark before you go work and you get yourself some breakfast, you know, chat around some stuff. But before you do all of that, you need to remember that you have to kind of blend the entertainment with the work. So it comes out like you don't want the work to be too negative, but you don't want to have a line in between. You don't want to have where the entertainment is so high the work is so low that they do not want to do the work at all costs, which is not what it should be. You should, they should be wanting to do the work. And that's what the internet entertainment needs to be interchangeable and it needs to work with the work. Like doing homework, for example. You can also factor in some other stuff with doing homework, like playing tic tac toe, you know. And all this such. But a big example is you can't let the entertainment overcome the work. But you can't let the work bog down the entertainment. So it's a, it's a very difficult balance. But I'd say the best thing is to just let the kids decide on what they want to do. And what they want to be entertained by. And then you can... You, you set the work. But they can find out their own entertainment. Because, you know, when you're doing work, you always have fun finding something to do. Okay, now it's time to talk about shoes. I love my shoes. I usually wear one pair until the soles get ripped out by, like, my favorite pair. They're such a good pair of shoes. Okay, moving on. Like, these specific type of shoes, I've probably, like, when I went, I wore them nearly every single day. Nearly, probably every, probably every single day, every week, every month, for about maybe half a year straight, I wore those shoes constantly. And the soles ended up getting ripped out of them. They're not ripped out, but the front, the tip of the soles got ripped out. Man, I got those shoes at the end of last summer, I think. See, what I think is also another big thing. If you want to do something online, you should not create a personality that conflicts with your own. I feel like that's very big. You shouldn't feel like you're confound and confined to that personality in what you said online. Like me sitting down here right now, I can't be confined to personalities. I'm like, I want to try to be as real to life as I possibly can to how I am, because some people, it's startling, like, you you have somebody online, that's maybe 
a YouTuber or a streamer, and they look like great people, and then you go meet them in person, and they're not the best. So, in my room, I have a collection of a bunch of these little um, 3D, like, they have 2D pieces, but they're 3D, little, like, Air Force, like, I have three helicopters and five planes, and it took me a while to put those together, but it was a lot of fun. I also have this puzzle from Kid Genius, I think, and it's called Pharaoh's Ale, and I just managed to put it back together. Man, now I'm wondering how, like, old, like, really, really old ale would taste like. What would it taste like? Such a weird concept. But hey, if you have any questions or concerns about my my food's well-being, then you can call uh, 1-800-I-LIKE-CHICKEN, and you'll be sent to the chicken hotline, madame. Randomness is my forte, and nothing really beats randomness like a good old game of Catch That Chicken. So, it's a game I just made up. So, when you play Catch That Chicken, you have... So, you have two teams, right? You have the chicken, which is like, you know how to play chicken fight, where you get on another person's shoulders... Well, that's the chicken. And then you have all of the mysterious things that are not chickens. And they're attempting to push the chicken over. But the chicken can move around, but the pushers cannot. So, the key to the game is to kind of encircle the chicken and more push it towards one side. So, it's a fun game, you know. Push the chicken... And since this is the first episode, it's going to be a little shorter. I'm thinking about planning it and ending it about 15.30. So, we have a little longer to chat about random stuff. Like how I remember that one time I went to the beach and I had this pool board. And I was running in the water, and you know when that thing tugs, like when it gets caught in the water, it yoinks you back. Like you're running around, and then all of a sudden that tugboard gets caught in the water. You're just like, you get pulled down to reality. Well, hey, hope y'all had a fantastic time chilling with me and talking about food and smaller, less important concepts. Well, hey, hope y'all have a fantastic evening, and I'll see y'all tomorrow in the next episode, which may be tomorrow, who knows. Well, adios, and I'll see y'all later.